you know, just a few days ago, this this big story was everywhere. I mean, it was in the papers. We had it on radio. Uh, ABC Nightly News, I know, had it. CBS News. Mickey Mantle's baseball card sold for $12.6 million. I didn't even have to look. I knew exactly who did it. It's always Dallas-based heritage auction. And the same thing with Honus Wagner cards or anything that Muhammad Ali ever signed or Anything. It's always Dallas-based heritage auction. It, it's a remarkable company. Steve Ivey is the CEO and the founder, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Well, it's good to be here. I, I enjoy it. So didn't anybody else do this? It's always you guys. It's just remarkable. Well, I mean, we've been, you know, we're sort of an overnight success story. Well, we've only been doing this for 50 years. So <laughs> cumulatively, we have, you know, a high, very high percentage of the total clientele that buy these kinds of things. And and um, obviously we have sort of a first mover advantage, shall we say. And so we get offered most of the stuff. And so if you have all, if you have pretty much, you know, a lion's share of the supply, you're going to get a lion's share of the clients and, and vice versa. So it's a very uh, symbiotic relationship and, and, uh, uh, a, a bit of a virtuous circle, so to speak. But it's just remarkable that you could grow this out of, well, of course, you know, you were, you're, you're, you're known in the, in coins and coin collecting and have been forever. I guess this is sort of a logical outgrowth, but I mean, there's, there's Sotheby's and Christie's and, and they don't get as much of this business as you do. They, 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 they don't. We are, uh, uh, we handle about 40 different categories. And the majority of our categories are what we consider collectibles. Now we do find art and jewelry and, and have you know, tremendous offerings of, of, of those categories, but the majority of our business is collectibles. And and uh, once we you know, built built out our platform, internet platform for uh, coins, we were you know we were it was easy for us to expand into collectibles. So we have we have 1.5 million people registered to our website ha.com and uh if you're a if you're a if you're a collector if you're a collector of uh what's generally classified as collectibles and that wouldn't typically doesn't include fine art and it typically includes items that were produced in multiple so like comic books baseball cards coins um prints and you know certain um, uh, prints um, anything that was made basically um, in, 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 in multiple editions. So the way I see it, and, and, I, and I think we're going to disagree again on this because we have in the past, but, but there's two levels. You're talking about collectors, and they're just people who love baseball cards, and they, they know baseball cards, and they collect them. And I, and I saw you selling a Bob Dylan, you know, 33 long play album the other day and there there are those but also i think increasingly as inflation comes back into play that there are people who see these as inflation hedges because they have a habit of keeping up with inflation well they do they do and you're correct people do see them as inflation hedges and and they have to some see you often see collectibles um and fine art for that matter uh, uh preferred to as an asset class and and they do typically do well in inflationary periods, uh, but the but the people that do the best are the people that buy them because they love them and they're collectors. You know they they, they take it they they I mean like the like the card that we sold 
that you mentioned a couple of days ago for $12.6 million. Uh, the fellow that bought it bought it for $50,000 in 1990. So, I mean, that's a pretty good rate of return. Now, the, the, to suggest that this card is going to sell for, you know, $500 million, you know, 30 years from now, is unlikely to happen. Um, but nevertheless, there is, you know, the, the really high-end, super rare collectibles tend to keep up with and actually you know, surpass the inflation rate. And, and it sounds like there are different kinds of these. I mean, there, there's the famous stamp or the it was printed upside down. Airplane the upside, was, the upside down, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, there's that, and that's that's just that's just unique. And and I and this Bob Dylan album, I noticed had a couple of cuts on it that that weren't you know in normal distribution. So these are sort of the one offs. But but that's not the that's not the mainstream. That's not what you sell mostly, is it? Well, that's that's the kind of stuff that brings the 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 the, the big amounts, if you will. Um, obviously, there's a demand aspect of it. I mean, there's a phenomenal number of people that collect baseball memorabilia, and and uh, so it's it's not surprising that those are the ones that get a lot of the attention. You've got offices all around the world, um, you know, London and I think Amsterdam and obviously all over the U.S. and Hong Kong. And, and I would guess that that there's a lot of money. For example, I would guess a lot of Chinese money funnels through Hong Kong, and and they're known as as collectors of, of items too. Is that a big business? Uh, it's becoming more and more important to us. Um, and, and you know, collect as as I probably have described it to you before and i describe it to a lot of people co collecting is a bit of a genetic disorder <laughs> and and so people are people that collect are compulsive about it and and they tend to collect they tend to collect multiple multiple categories and and um you know that and, and that that that's our typical client and then there are these spectacular for example uh, uh charles salmon's daughter marianne salmon's cree was just a great philanthropist, and I was, I was so pleased to see she left her her entire jewelry collection to the Communities Foundation, and they're using you guys to auction it off. They are. We have the that auction is next month, as a matter of fact, and it's a, you know, a fabulous assortment of you know, beautiful jewels. So what's what's next? What what's the next hill to climb? Um, well, we we, we you know we we. we have added a couple of categories here in the last few years that have been doing tremendously well, and and uh, believe it or not, you may have may have noticed it. We're selling uh, vintage video games. Yeah, we're selling vintage VHS car, uh, movies. We're selling um, uh, trading trading cards. Uh, something. I mean, you know, we we sold Pokemon cards for six a lot of them for six figures. We've sold numerous video games for over a million dollars each um so it's, it's you know so it, it, there is a nostalgia kind of aspect to this and as, as, as each successive generation accumulates wealth there's always going to be a few of them that accumulate a lot more wealth than everybody else and they tend to they t and if they are collectors if they do have this ge genetic disorder i refer to um <laughs> With and, which you're afflicted, and we're in that guy. I am afflicted, and thank God there's no known cure. Uh, <laughs> in fact, the cure is basically 
keep spending until you run out of money. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, so, so each, each one of those categories as they come online, so to speak. I mean, if somebody had mentioned to me, you know, five years ago or even six years, maybe six years ago, that we'd be, we'd be selling video games for seven figures, I would have probably, you know, thought they were a little bit crazy. Um, you know, so, but, you know, I, I, we, I've seen it happen, you know, yeah. time and time again, and I, you know, I expect it to, to continue to happen. On the other hand, there are, there are collectibles that are on the downside of the demographic, demographic slope, um, such as stamps. There's fewer stamp collectors now than there's ever been before, at least domestically. So you've actually seen in a few cases, prices decline. Um, but that's not true of most collectibles. I mean, coins have been coins have been heavily collected for hundreds of years, and uh, they just they, they tend to go up, you know, at least decade by decade. We just recently uh, received uh, talking about local charities. We just recently received the Bass Collection. I don't know if you read about that. Um, and we're selling that collection as a coin collection over the next um, year. And we expect that to bring sixty million dollars. Wow! And that's all going to go to local Dallas charities. That's really uh, that's it's really outstanding. The um, the allure, I mean, a lot of these I understand, and, and and I could and I could I could take a buddy and go over to the safety deposit box and pull out my Mickey Mantle card and show it to him. And and at night before I go to sleep, I know I've got it. If I want to go see it, I can see it. If I had an NFT, I could. I don't think I'd feel the same way about NFT. I know I wouldn't. What? I don't think. <laughs> Is this a fad? <laughs> well, suffice it to say that, that, that it has certain characteristics of a fad. Uh, you know, the, the the whole blockchain technology is wonderful, and and uh, and I think there's some instances where NFTs are probably going to maintain their value, but a lot of it over the last eighteen months it has been what I would consider a fad. And a lot of the initial NFTs that came out have not held their value. I'm somewhere down ninety percent from what I've seen. They they are, and and uh, you know they're a bit like they're a bit like tulips, and you know from that from that standpoint, <laughs> yeah. You're right. All right, so uh, Mickey, you got another Mickey Mantle in your back pocket? You're gonna bring it. I don't carry them in my something... back pocket, but they, for one thing, they're they're all they're all sealed and plastic nowadays so it'd be rather <laughs> uncomfortable um nor 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 can nor would i put one in the spokes of my uh, bicycle but, but is there another 12.6 million dollar uh, auction item out there that you're coming up with you think um are you talking about cards specifically i, or? Know, I don't care anything I, is there a oh, yeah, single I mean, item well, that... I mean, that, 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 with the with the exception of the uh, uh nobel peace prize that we sold this, about four months ago uh, for a hundred and three million dollars, which 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 went almost all went to it all went to charity. So that really really not a, a true in, indicator. Um, and we we've sold you know we've sold numbers of items in the we've gotten close to ten million before, but this is the first one. This is the first item that ever surpassed that. And and uh, we're hoping we sell a bunch more, but you know you never know. I would imagine you would. Steve Ivey is the founder, the CEO of Heritage Auction, and you got a fascinating job, and you've you've carved out a fascinating niche. Thanks a lot for the time. Absolutely, anytime. Thanks. Enjoy it. We'll be back. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson. 
News Radio 1080 KRLD.